What's annoying? Settings. Yeah, all good. All Why? What's wrong? Good. No, all good, man. All good. Ready to go. Ready to go. I'm a looking big TJ. Man, start the calisthenics, you know. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you don't need... No? Uh, you're getting there. You're getting there. It's better than the session you're doing. Hey, check what I've done yesterday, by the way. What's going on? What did you do? By the way, welcome to the GID Network. This is this is an ac- accountability club. Mine and TJ's accountability club for business builders, entrepreneurs, copywriters, salespeople, people who need accountability. Mm. Anyway, let me let me tell you what session I done yesterday. It was only a quick circuit, but check this. Um, so ten pull ups. Okay. Followed by one press up and one squat jump. Okay. Yep. It sounds weird, but it's like pyramids. Then it was eight pull-ups, two press-ups, two squat jumps, six pull-ups, three press-ups. It's basically 10 down to two and the rest one up to five. Then you rotate it. Okay. So it's 10 press-ups, one press-up, one squat, eight pull-up, two press-ups, two squats, six pull-up three press-ups, three squats, then four pull-up, four press-ups, four squats, then two pull-ups, five press-ups, and five squats. Then you do it again with squats. So it's 10 squats, one press-up, one pull-up, eight squats. So it's just non-stop. You sweat. Mm. It was just got a sweat on. The one that's the main one, like the one that you start with 10, just kills you off. (laughs) So like, because what's the rest between doing 10 pull-ups it's one press up and one squat. It's like next to nothing. So before you're back on the bar doing pull ups again, it's mainly you're doing pull ups and you're having a rest. Yeah. In your rest, you're doing like, do you know what I mean? Press ups. And I'd say, do you say press ups then sit ups? No, no squats. So one, oh, okay, yeah. So you basically rotating uh, pull ups, press ups, and squats. Yeah. Goodness gracious. And then the last one was like 10 press-ups, one pull-up, one squat, eight, two, two, six, two, six, three, three. You get the picture. Yeah. I'm, okay. I'm into calisthenics, you know, bro. <laughs> calisthenics. Are... People scared to... body, yeah? I think people are scared to do pull-ups in the gym because if you know if you try to do a pull-up, you can't even get your chin to the bar. It looks embarrassing. You know what I mean? <laughs> people looking at you. <laughs> you go and do one pull-up. It, it makes you look like a weakling, doesn't it? <laughs> where if you do a lap pull down you can hide and make you can make it like a lighter weight and just bang out like pure reps that's the first that's the first point of call man you got to be able to move that body yeah you to move your body man but if you're heavy though you're not doing a pull up if you're weighing like 120 kilograms unless you're it's like super strong like you need to get your you need to lose weight yeah Everyone's got a different starting point, haven't they? The leaner you are, the easier it is, isn't it? <laughs> it is. It's true. Less less load, bro. I'm lifting. I'm lifting ninety five k every time I do a pull up. Bro. <laughs> it's heavy that. Should I'm ninety five k. I'm ninety five k, bro. When you can start benching ninety five. Don't worry about that. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not doing. <laughs> I'm not doing no weights for a while. You know. I'm. I'm just enjoying calisthenics. That's the only thing that's getting me to the gym. Okay. Have you seen Have you seen that Nigerian guy, Goku Pump, the Kalasenis guy? Yeah, it's like Broly Gaines as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like them. Easy. 
Anyway, let's get to the show. So this show, this episode is is the perfectionism episode two, the perfectionism debate. So my name is Jamil. I'm a marketing consultant, copywriter. TJ is my co-host. He's a B two B sales professional. TJ's been in the boardrooms closing set seventy thousand pound deals to directors of companies. TJ just goes in there and just handles business, isn't it right, TJ? Yeah, we trying, bro. We trying. And he's um recently <laughs> recently been recruited by a um billion dollar phone company that we can't we can't name. And I do all right as well. I'm I'm okay, but don't worry about me. How's your marketing campaign going, bro? We're getting there. That's the first point of call. I need to just let people know what this episode's about first. Okay. okay. So this, what I'm going to, basically, all I want to do is give one quote, and I feel like my job's done. There's one quote I want to give the listeners that will literally give you more, because this is about perfectionism now, this episode. I want to give you one quote in this episode that's going to give you more courage. It's going to help you take more action, help you deal with failure, and maximize your productivity. One quote. How many words is it? Four words. It's a four-word quote. I just have to get count it on my hands. So before we get to it, because this is the GID network, this is an accountability club between me and TJ. Uh, we were both in direct sales. Listen to episode one. You heard the, the, the full story, the fuller story. But me and TJ... We're both in the direct sales industry for like eight years, seven years together. Um, made our clients a lot of money. Um, and when we left that industry, we kept in contact and we noticed that like the more you, like when you're holding each other accountable and you're saying what a goal is, it makes the goal, you achieve the goal quicker. So we thought we would make this call live. Normally we do the call once every month or every other week. And we just, it's more like a random chat and it ends up being, right? What are you gonna what are you gonna achieve by next time we speak? So now we're just doing it live. It's just it's our it's our call. This is a selfish podcast. This is not for no one other than me. I wanna achieve my goals faster and I know accountability and weekly check-ins makes it happen. Because my wife isn't gonna say to me, Did you did you get the direct mail campaign? Did you call the prospect? You said she's gonna be like, you know, do you want some cake? Do you know what I mean? She wants <laughs> she wants to relax. She doesn't she she's not she do you know what I mean? Comfort. She's not gonna be trying to make me hustle. What what are you gonna what do you wanna say, DJ? I know you got something to be no, told. No, no, you've you hit the nail on the head. I the majority of the time they they push in different ways, don't they? Like I said, sometimes there's a life of comfort, but they they want the good life, man. Your woman. Who? Huh? Who? Our women, our women. Oh, oh, is this episode about women? No, the women no. folk. It's about perfectionism. We will get to it, but I'm just saying how they want the good life is important, man. And that's the that's the reason why a lot of us hustle. That's the reason why we we put in the work, right? You know what? It is. And um, actually, check this out as well, because this is something that you might not you might not actually know about. Knows a Muslim, yeah? Yeah. It's it's actually um, it's it, like it's. One of the rights of of the wife, the woman, is to have every single thing paid for her. So you can't marry someone unless you can provide for absolutely everything. I mean, rent, all the bill, all the bills, and and she, it's, she doesn't have to work. Mm-hmm. She like she she as is, is free to 
look after the house, raise the kids. And people, I can hear the feminists now saying, oh, she's being oppressed. Shut up, man. <laughs> Stop it. Um, but that's basically, she can work if she wants to work. It's not like she's housebound with, a, you know, with, with handcuffs to the kitchen in the oven, cooking me food all day. But it's... Um, it's about it's about providing for your family, bro, isn't it? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That they're that's like yeah, let's let's leave that for another another episode. I was gonna say. What were you gonna, gonna say? No, I was gonna get into it, but let's leave it, because if not, we won't get we won't get to this perfectionism debate. So let's just let's keep in that realm. We'll open it up as time goes on. Don't worry, we got we got we got some stuff to talk about. See <laughs> you I'm trying to take I'm, I'm trying to take you off and you're trying to you're you're I'm trying to distract you, and you, you're the focus, man. So I'm glad you're. I, I've glad. got a lot to say, man. I've got a lot to say about this perfection. Oh, yeah. Thing. Yeah. So yeah, let's, yeah. Okay. Go on. Let's get into so, it. Get into actually, it. no. Before we get to it, we need to do our we need to do our accountability because okay because this ta- this this is actually the the main purpose of the call, and we get to the content if we've got time after our accountability checkup. This is a checkup for me, and you remember. Yeah. This is not about teaching yeah. people about all stuff. Forget them for now. This is me yeah. and you. So sh- right. shall I go first or you go first? Let me go first. Let me let me go first. Because <laughs> again, excuses are excuses are excuses. It is what it is. Okay. So I talked about last week bringing on having two solid meetings, getting to a point where I'd be at this point, two solid meetings every single day. Now, I did get two meetings. No, no, no. Hang on, hang on, hang on. Listen, Wait. I need to rewind you now. Here we go. I need to rewind, you know. <laughs> do you know why I need to? Do you know why I need to rewind you? Yeah. Okay. Why? Because this is this, this is this is exactly why. When you go back and listen to the first episode, yeah. where I stopped you when I when I said, "Hang on, let me." Make, I wanted to. I didn't want no. I didn't want to. <laughs> no ambiguity. Yeah, yeah. I, I wanted to pin you down, and we we said eight appointments. We didn't say get to a point where we're getting to a stage where <laughs> I'm getting to two a day. I said from now till next week, how many appointments total? Just not no, no. Actually, actually, no. What we said. Let, let me clarify because we said eight appointments. We said eight appointments as in going forward. So I'd be able to have from Wednesday to the. You've bought you booked eight up by now. That's what we said. Was that or did I say I get to get to a point where I've got two per day? No, because that's what you started with. But then I said from when? That because that was my point. I said, when are you getting to two a day? From 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 tomorrow or from Monday? So that's why I said. So how many appointments total from now till the next call? Because mm. then we'll know. Do you remember? Mm-hmm. Mm. Because G- this G- is what this is what people do. Dubious, dubious. Anywho, anywho, if, if that's what we're saying, I did not hit the goal. I did get two appointments. To a point where I had two points in a day. Nice, but nice. When when did you book them? Booked them on Monday. Monday. And then I got. Do you remember then on Monday? Remember I booked them on Monday, and do you remember later on that evening? That's when I told you, ah, oh, they've they've tweaked the uh, the data. So no Monday was that was that with the new pitch? Yeah, I knew it. I knew it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did, did you say? Did you did you lock in the appointment to say would there be would there be any reason that you wouldn't be able to make it? Did you lock it in or that's not? What I did not say. Oh, so that's not, not, not count. Yeah, you didn't book yeah, that, Okay, but well, what I will say is I've sent out sent out reminders 
They, no, 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 no. Wait, 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 no. wait for it. Wait for it. So that, I've tried to do the best I can at the moment, but also I'm also learning new information about this thing to make sure I get the tie down. So got the email. In front yeah. of, uh, while I'm on the phone, hey, have you received the email? Yeah. Yes. Can you, have you confirmed the email? Yes. Yeah, yeah. I will send you a reminder closer to the time to make sure you're on that date. Is there any, and I didn't yeah. say that is there any reason. I can't take, I I can't take that from I mean, you. It, it is email, an appointment. I, I apologize. <laughs> no, but it, even if, it even if, even if, it, no, no, I'm saying, no, I'm saying it is an appointment. So I said, I'm not going to take it from you. It is an appointment. But, you know, I'm not going to make excuses. We'll see. And that's the whole point of this as well. As we, as we get better with these appointments, what to do. I feel like I've done all right, but, the main thing get close is, to the I mic, bro. I can't even hear what you're saying, man. You got a microphone I know I've done there, all right with these appointments. Yeah. I, I want to make sure I can always do the best. Let me take a small win, but we, we move, man. We move. Anyways, what's going on with you? Me? Yeah. <laughs> I failed. I'll be honest. I just, I'll be straight up. I failed. I didn't, I didn't, so my, I had two things I said I was going to do. I said I was going to finish the sales letter. It's mm-hmm. not finished. And then I said I'd launch the, the direct mail campaign. And it's not, it's not been launched. Here's where I'm at with the direct mail campaign. All I've got to do now is, have you heard of mail merge? I've basically got two, I've got 250 contacts and they're getting the same letter, basically. Okay. Their, their, their company name. Is going to be edited and their address. So I'm not going to manually write 250. So you put the data into a spreadsheet and you can do something called mail merge where basically you put hi first name. I saw your, I saw company name last week. So, and then it'll look, it'll appear customized. Do you get me? Okay. So basically, long story short is I've done, I've set up the mail merge. I've basically got to print off 250 letters. Put them in the envelopes and post them out, so I can I can do that hopefully tomorrow. Mm. Okay, so it's yeah. not it's not done, but I'm like it's I, I I pushed. What can I say? But it's not done. And I think so, the main point though is the fact you're closer to it now because we set the goals last week than if there was no goal set at all. No, no, you don't even know. Let me just let me just say this thing right now. Okay, I've been trying to get this that, and you're not you're not going to actually believe this, but this is completely true. How long do you think I've been trying to get a direct mail campaign done and in the in the mail shipped out to customers? A year. Jordan, <laughs> you were trying this since last year. I've been thinking about doing it. No, you've been saying I should do a direct mail campaign. I'm going to do a direct mail campaign. I started writing the letter. Okay. And, and I was like, no, maybe not. I've been thinking about and teasing and starting it like oh there's a book to make that's what this episode's about there's a book called the dark mail solution and the dark mail revolution by two top copywriters i think one's by craig simpson one by bob Bly about dark mail and i was like right let me read both those books first get all the knowledge i read the i read i read one of them and i'm like okay there's these other courses on dark mail to get the best you know dan kennedy's got loads of marketing techniques and i've and it's you can just spend all time. All at the end of the day, that's why I like GID. You know, get get it done. Mm-hmm. The final words, the most important word. Get it done. Did it get done? No, never mind. I'm learning. It's getting close. That is it done or not? Is it not done? And it's so objective. It's black or white. Is it done or not? Mm-hmm. And 
So that one's that one's not done, but within a couple of weeks, and I'm not even exaggerating, because of this call, it's made me push and push and push. And I used to always think, oh, when I get ahead on all my client work, then I can um set up my marketing properly. Do you know what I mean? I can take me time. Again, perfectionism, I can um, you know, do I can make sure the website's perfect, I can do this, I can do that, I can make sure it's the, the best letter that's gonna go in, in the mail when I catch up on client work and I've been trying to catch up on client work. You never catch up on client work. You've got to just do client work and you've got to do business building, prospecting, marketing, sell. You, you don't, you, you got to do it all. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> um, but yeah. And then the second thing I said was I'd finished the sales letter, didn't I? Yeah. I didn't do that neither. So I failed in, in both accounts. Here's where, I, here's where I'm at with the sales letter. First draft's done and the client's going back and basically saying, change this, add that. I've got to find a bit more research on this. I've got to get more data, more scientific proof and scientific evidence. I'm making, you know, making some crazy claims and I can back them up with results. But I need I need more scientific proof from third parties to validate what the guru's saying, basically. The the the, the fitness coach. Okay. So so that's that's our accountability anyway. That and that's that's the point of this. Just what you just listened to is basically what me and TJ will basically be doing anyway. And we just thought we may as well record it. Do you know what I'm saying? There you go. <clears throat> I'm seeing if I missed anything. No. But let me just go back to your appointments. So you booked these appointments, yeah? Yes. No what? I'm so and was it was it with that? the change of pitch where you, where you made like a big a big claim or you know what what was the pitch to book those appointments i know you can't say the company name but did did you do that structure or similar yes. structure how did it go it had to, and bear in mind i've beyond this as well i guess we had, didn't say this on the last episode but trying i've been doing a bit of learning haven't i i've been keeping you up to date with my learning so actually i've realized real quick that there needs to be there needs to be a claim there's going to be something for the customer that's, what's in it for me yeah, yeah what's in it for them make that claim they've got to have something that's gonna that's gonna budge them to want to take some action so yeah that's been quite quite big for me so claim and create an action and then yeah claim take some action claim take some action claim take some action and keep going back to that and the books i've read and you know i'm in the middle of fanatical prospecting my jeff blood yeah, yeah. Uh, you yeah. like that one. You like Jeff Blunt, don't you? He's systematic, isn't he? It's good. He he's me, man. I I think you should just go deep on his on his stuff. You know. Yeah. Do you know he's got a whole he's got a whole network as well where you can do like I think he's got like a monthly group thing as as well where you basically you basically send across like your, your deals flow and your situation and his coaches run through things with you. It's called Sales Gravy. Yeah, I've seen it. like follow the page, man. So it's it's good. He's good, isn't he? He's good. He's very good. Do you know what's crazy? Know what I heard about Jeb Blunt? Have you heard of Iman Gadzi, the like the influencer that lives in Dubai? He's like from Dagestan, but he's mainly been living in London. He's a young kid, and he he like made his first millions when he was like nineteen, twenty, something like that. Okay, you, you heard of him? No, I haven't. No, but he said the, the he said the because he's got like a, a media agency, um, and he said that. One of the most influential books for him, even though he didn't do cold calling, was fanatical prospecting to get you in a mindset of, right, I'm prospecting, I'm pitching, I need to be fanatical about filling up a pipeline. Do you know what I mean? How you do it, calls, ads, 
pipeline funnel, however you do it, but filling up your filling up your pipelines. Crucial, isn't it? Important. What's his name? Iman. His name's Iman. I M A N. Mm-hmm. His last name's Gadzi. G A D Z H I. He's 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 pretty switched on. To be fair, yeah, sharp he, guy. He, yeah? He's he's blown up. Yeah, he's he's everywhere. Gosh, he's all over. Just put him on YouTube. Put him on YouTube. He's he's every. He was based in London, and he had, I think he had like a he had it like a um like an inner circle thing where people would ah that's it. If I'm not mistaken, no Sam Ovens, yeah, yeah. I'm sure he was in his like uh inner circle thing get like on his getting coaching from him i'm sure i'm sure he was sam ovens got this video and you see mangadzi sat there taking notes i'm sure if i'm not mistaken okay this is like this is this this episode's like just name name dropping all these gurus gurus these are some of these top people got some good information Put it out. I, I want to know. I want to know what was the what was the big claim that you was it? What was the claim that you made on the phone to get these appointments? Good claim. Was that hey? I could improve their business and save them money. Those are the two big things I talked about. Yeah. Yeah. What are you getting all touchy for? You, you think I'm gonna ask you to do a pitch on on the, on the podcast? Nah, can do if you want. <laughs> no, no, no. Who are you up to anyway? Yeah. No, we're talking about um we just literally was talking about it now. But we'll get into we'll, what what were we talking just about? Just as a side just as a side note. Yeah. We, we we just finished our accountability and I asked you how did you book those appointments? Because and this is a separate topic, but you were struggling to get appointments. And then when I said pitch pitch practice with me and we got on the phone and stuff, I was like, Well bro, what's in it for me? Like you calling me up interrupting my day? You need to give me something. Do you know what I mean? Interrupt was interrupt <laughs> something. Um, what was I gonna say? <clears throat> Nothing. Go ahead, carry on. So this 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 story is TJ's got a story to tell. Go ahead, TJ. There's <laughs> <laughs> been a story. I just we were just talking about our chat. I was telling you beforehand how. My first cup, it's been my first month now in the company. Just finished completing my first month. Done the training, it's been good from a from a perspective of learning the information. Now getting into the applying it and actually realizing, hold on, this is there's two parts to it. Going into it and learning two parts to it. My my background is obviously from the the, the actual getting in once you're in the building, all that. So you know what? I've, I've I've sorry, listeners probably Followed everything I've missed. I for some reason all that went that's gone over my head. What did you say? Start over. Sorry, I'm so sorry. Start again. Okay. Good. What what's going on? So first tell us your situation. In, let me tell you, bro. So first month in the company, I'm coming from more of a business development role. So I'm used to going in after the appointment's been set, whatever hot cold you want to call it. Someone's been spoken to. I'm used to going into the building, finding out what's going on, and trying to close the deal. Closing them up. Yeah. So now this is probably the first time in a very, very long time that I've got the full cycle from start to finish. As in, here's just a base of customers. Oh, do you then meet up with them and close them up too? Yeah. Oh, I thought yeah. I thought you were just prospecting and filling the pipeline for somebody else to come over. No, no, no. It's the full and thing from no, start to finish. I'll take it from here, buddy. Thank you. So you, you use... Oh, thing. that's lovely. And, and, that's and nice. That, there's no... I can't... 
So I can't bring anyone else into that. I've literally just got my, this is TJ, this is your accounts. This is what you're dealing with. Go make it happen. They're not accounts already. We want them as business. Okay. So I'm like, interesting. And, and I really enjoyed the idea of, and the concept of, because I wanted to be a new challenge. I thought, hold on a second. I've got half the work done. Now it's just the second half. And the skills from the, the first half will- What's harder? Fine. Closing up in the boardroom or prospecting? I know you, I know you, I know you obviously in your first few weeks and stuff. Well, for me right now, obviously prospecting. It's a brand yeah, new ball game. Of course game. it is. It's a new ball game. Completely Brutal. different ball game. Completely different ball game. For, for me anyway, it is. People may say, oh no, it's, there's difference. It's, it's, the same, it's the same thing. For me, no, 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 no. It's, hold on, I'm learning something completely. In my head, I've treated it as something completely brand new. I have no experience and just <laughs> learning a brand new, brand new skill set. I know the it's emotion. Like, it's like having the ability to table people and having the attitude to deal with all it. That's what you're prospecting, aren't you? Yeah. And you, yeah, you're, you're completing the whole sales cycle in the field. In, in like what we used to do, you complete that full cycle in 20 minutes, but normally B2B, it's like it could take a month, three months, could take a, could take a few years. Yeah. That's it how long it is for complicated sales. Definitely. Especially the amount of, t- amount of employees, amount of turnover involved, the, the size of the company, different dealing with different gatekeepers. Dealing so with- how's it been? What's the insight you want to tell, tell us? Well, we talk, talked about it. The story is that, like I said, we're getting into my first month, trying to get my head around. No, we spoke about it, bro, but the listeners don't know. Which means we, <laughs> we spoke, it's not about me. <laughs> this guy. So we've spoken. So first month in the company, used to BDM role. Now I've got the full cycle. Now I'm trying to figure out, hey, what's going on? How do I do this? Let's, let's, let's get, let's get, let's get, let's crack on. So... In my head, I'm like, take a step back. Let, what, what is the best way to go about this? Number one, I'm thinking, what do I need to do? First and foremost, let me actually get the information to be good at this thing. So I've gone around now and said, okay, surely there must be some top people in here that I can, I can speak to. Just who I can speak to. Okay. Surely. Surely. I mean, but it's only I'm, a billion dollar business, right? Yeah, of course, of course. I'm to realize that then accessible in in a certain way but it's it's, it's, it's taken me a, a while to find out who these people are and i've had to actually do my own research within the company to find out where these these top people are you can go they don't they ain't got a sales system have they not as no not as uh it's yes or no they they ain't got no system not as not as structured as a, as a first thought but on the flip side though now that I have done a bit of digging myself and I have, you know, done a bit of research and I have dug in a bit deep myself, I realized that actually there is, there is a structure in there and that actually has had some success. So now it's made things a bit easier. But the good thing about it, while all this has been going on. So who's had success then? What's the structure without giving away too much? In, what, what, what have you found? Because this is news to okay. me. Okay. This is why this conversation is good. So there's been a couple of templates. What you're holding back for, bro? You, you, you're saving this for the podcast. Let no, me know. It's been brand new today. This this came oh, okay. out today. This is like um, breaking news. <laughs> this has come out like when eleven o'clock. I had the conversation. Okay, what happened? So I just got on, I got on a phone call with one of the uh, senior managers. I was like, oh, what's going on? X Y Z, and he, he's giving me the lowdown. I've been like, okay, two things I care about. It's one structure, and two, what are your top guys saying? I said, I don't. 
all I all I really care about is I just want to know what is the structure that you in that you guys are playing with. And two, I just want to know not what everyone else says. What do your top guys say? Because that's what I really care about. Because if they're doing the best job, they clearly have a, that's a smart madness. Um, so he's gone out there. He's told me the structure about what's going on. They have a lead gen team. So they've only just brought in, sorry, that's another point to it. They've also brought in, brought in recently a brand new lead gen team. So beforehand, uh, the, the used to have people do it from start to finish, give you a base, figure it out. So I'm thinking, okay. But then we, me and you spoke and I realized that actually everyone's got their own sort of system. So there's nothing uh, that uh, people aren't singing from the same hymn sheet. So I realized, okay, I'm going to have to probably figure out my own hair or work with the best people. They've now figured out that there is a structure there. I've got a couple of templates now, so now okay, I can use all the information I've been learning and sort of screen through the template a little but bit. This is the thing. Why have you had to? Why have you had to make a million calls? It's taking you a month. This should have been day one. Here's the template. The top guy says this, and that will accelerate and speed up. Like your on that's going to accept your no your onboarding process and how quickly you get off the market and fill a pipeline and close deals. It's mm-hmm. in their best interest to do that. How do they not know that? Mm-hmm. We're in our company, yeah. <laughs> on day on day one, what? they're getting they're getting all the templates, all the systems, and we're like saying, we literally say, "This is what you need to say." Now you know this is the, the highest convert and the most impulsive pitch that we 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 could find. Yeah, we've been tweaking it, and if anything better comes out, you'll get a new one. But as it stands, that's the best pitch we got. All you got to do is say these words, speak these words. <laughs> But just say these words and have a great attitude and make sure you say it to at least X amount of people and it's literally foolproof. It's idiot proof. Yeah. And that and yeah. this is and no it'll be funny. If I went to if I if I personally went to your company as a as a sales consultant and said, Hey, listen guys, I'm gonna I'm gonna systematize and fix fix you up, they wouldn't take me seriously. Because <laughs> they're like, Well, where where this we, we know. No, you don't know, because it's because it, it's taken this, it's taken TJ a month to get in contact. Like that, that one month, they like. Imagine if you had all that on day one. A month of you probably would have booked forty appointments by now. So do at least twenty x in their initial uh, success rate with new with new. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, hundred percent. I think. Yeah, and and I'm sure they have their reasons why. And I've got the reasons why. There is a, there's a lot more to the story than than meets the eye, obviously. But we'll save that for uh, save that for another day. I'm anyway. sick of you saying say for no. Just say what you got to say, bro. What 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 is it? I have I've said what I've got to say. You, you know the what 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 what? Because I'm curious now. What what is it that more than meets the eye? What happened? Well, number one, I've only literally I well recently had the data. Yeah. So the first thing is that there was no, I didn't have a base of customers at all to start off with. Bear, yeah. bear that in mind. So they were dealing with that particular scenario. And then you've got the, all the welcome stuff that they do. Come on. You know what it is. The onboarding training and stuff. Yeah. So yeah. That part's important. You're, you're, you're really hoping knowing that company listens to this episode, isn't it? You, I understand. You've got to, you've got to be respectful. That'd be good. I feel like... I feel, I don't want this to impact your career, TJ. So forgive me. <laughs> Every episode was saying how, how, how stupid you are. You're like, oh, be so smart. Why don't you go get another job, buddy? <laughs> <laughs> oh, carry on. So, 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 you, 
So you figured you figured you figured out stuff. No, but it's, but you know me, I'm that type of guy anyway. I'm always I always want to dig a little bit deeper. I understand it on the surface level, but I, I think I've learned I think I've learned that from you, bro. But I always want to dig a little bit deeper. It's been like this since since I was working with you, man. So you got your system. Got my system. Where, where were you trying to store in in your situation? You got you got you found out who the top guy is. Yeah, so I've spoken to spoken to a couple of couple of different managers. So now I've spoken I've now figured out from one of the managers who his top guys are. So I'm like, okay, I need to spend some time with those. How many appointments is the top guy doing per day? Oh, so here here's a so we're getting into numbers. You now. need you need them numbers, bro. Yeah. I don't want to hear he's I don't want to hear he's the top guy because he's been here the longest. What? No, no, Listen, no, no. Give me not, production. On, give me the production. That. That's all you want to know. But here's here's what I did find out. And I was like, yo, I was, when I heard this, I was like, this is what? Yeah, I know you're gonna <laughs> Jay, I know you're gonna say something about this. I was like, okay, what? really interesting. But they might have a reason why. So before we before you go on on them, Jay, there might be a reason why, and I'll figure out the reason why. So please, before you, I know you're waiting to go at it. So just hold off for one second, okay? I'll go give on. you the numbers. Just hold off, okay? You, you promise me you won't lose you won't lose it. I'm I'm going to promise you that I'm going to mute now. So when I scream, okay. when I, when because I see your reaction, nonsense. Don't promise me I'm, you won't okay. lose I'm, it. I'm muted out now. Bye. Okay. So this is from them. This is what they're currently doing. So I'm just, okay. I, I, once I got the number, I was like, interesting. 25 calls. <laughs> no, I need it to unmute. No, 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 I need it to unmute. Mute, mute, mute. 25. Mute, mute. Oh, I need it to unmute. Okay, go on. No, sorry, go on, go on, go on. I'll mute, I'll mute, go on. 25 calls, the top. I'll mute, I'll mute, I'll mute. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. All right. 25 calls. <laughs> this guy, man. Right, so 25 calls a day. They, the the current conversion they've been saying is that they'll be they'll be lucky to get about three meetings a week. So that's where they're currently at. So twenty five calls a day, lucky to get about three three meetings a week. So I was just like, <laughs> yo, anyone listening to this, Jay's losing his mind right now. <laughs> Hilarious. But that's where they're currently at. Okay, I was like, okay, interesting. I still need to, and I didn't ask any more questions at that at the moment. I'm just gathering intel, just finding out what's going on before I get into my own so that was where that was where they were they were kind of that's the numbers that i was hearing so i was like okay that was interesting hmm. so 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 um so just let me just please so the top guy is 25 so this isn't the top guy so this is just some numbers i got so this is what he right okay so so the 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 the, the company average then we call it that maybe or maybe the company not. standard the company standard the expectation the information I've got is from one manager. He's, she said that her team doing 25 calls a day. There's a hunch so in my head. Okay. So 25 calls, that's 125 a week. And they're looking to book three, they're averaging three meetings a week. So I was like, okay. So, okay. so you mean three showed up meetings? Yeah, I assume so. I assume okay. so. I have, I have, I've not got confirmation. <clears throat> You want yeah, that's what the okay. I assumed you'd, you'd have to you say three turned up meetings. So you probably book like six then. Between what do you mean? 
Well, you book six meetings. And... 100, 125 calls per day. No, sorry, 25 calls per day. Mm. Five days a week. That's 125 calls. Three mm. meetings per week. That's the three... current. Can I just, I want to clarify something. Yeah. Three booked meetings or three meetings that get done. Because booked and showed is different. Because if she says, I need to... I, I need you to do three sales meetings. You probably need to book. I'd book six in of case three drop off, more, just in case, or reschedule. So is she saying the average person is booking three a week or showing up to three a week? All I heard is three meetings. There was no. no, no the the reason why training. I like to be specific is because it, it makes a big difference, doesn't it? Imagine mm-hmm. you got a thousand reps, and you say book three meetings or sh- or get three meet or do like keep making calls and book appointments until you actually. Based on, based on logic, based on logic, let's go ahead for free booked because that would be the next uh, gauge along, wouldn't it? If you were yeah. to look at gauges, you would say first gauge is how three many appointments a week. How many? Yeah, that's that'd yeah. be the gauge, wouldn't it? It'll be calls, it'll be contacts, and then it'll be meetings booked. Can I so just ask something? Go ahead. Um, what? What? Have you got reasoning for that? I have be- no reasoning. I just be- ask some before numbers. before we get into it. I just, before before guy. we get into it, no, no, no because like, numbers, man. And I'm not trying to be funny. Is this a full day of calling? I don't. That see, I, I don't know the specifics. I just why ask. Why don't you ask? Numbers. Why don't you ask, Jay? Because I, literally, you've seen what I've been doing. You see what I want to do. The important thing for me was just to get some information down, find out what what are you guys currently doing. So did I know she, t- did she tell you this when she was on the lift leaving and yes, Rosa scribbled it down on the back of your hand? No, 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 it was, it was a team score. I, there's a lot of things that I wanted to talk about with her. Okay. So when I got into this bit, I was, it's just look, currently, just so I know where you guys are currently at, what's your team doing? She said, okay, so currently. So what, does, what does the top guy do then? That's it. So I was like, okay. That was a different conversation. Oh, so, I oh so you don't know what the top guy does? No, because her team's different to the other team. I spoke to another manager and I was like, right, I need to get in contact. And him in particular, instead of me going through him, yeah. I actually said, can you give me the contacts of those top guys? And he gave me the names. I'm going to speak to them in particular. Yeah. You know what? I'll be honest. I, I, I just wouldn't. What, 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 what do you think about these numbers? Be honest. They're not going to listen to this show. They're a bit rookie, to be fair. And like I said, they may they may have their reasons why, but I don't see no reason why. I mean, what what, what and reason? Also, and also, and also, I was thinking this: is it because the calls of are of not say of good quality, but they're they're having long calls. They're they're speaking for a long amount of time. Because I do know in our company a lot of the time where we do a lot of um, information gathering. So, for example, I speak to you. I call your company. Your company is TJ. Telly sales is telly sales. Sales is sales, TJ. Do you know what I mean? Go ahead. No, I'm just saying, know what, know what it is. And this is a good teacher point. Mm-hmm. Everybody, everybody, almost everybody thinks, but my business is different because our product, we've got to take our time. Like, who else sells a complicated product like your companies and needs to jam the phone and make loads of calls? Like if I'm trying to sell Carter University and it's and it's and it's like I'm asking I'm asking for thirty thousand to train you know thirty or a hundred salespeople. Like is is this is this a quick is this a quick chat? And and 
You don't need to be on the phone for that long. To, you put, you're only booking an appointment. You're not trying to gather. You just want to lay a hook, mm-hmm. set a hook, and book an appointment. Like doing some fishing. So <laughs> TJ just quotes. So what do you what do you honestly what do you think? In my head, come on, you know what I'm thinking. This is kind of rookie numbers, man. You should be able to do that. Wow, wow! I know, know it's crazy, and and we haven't got to the point of perfectionism because it, because the the situation was. Remember, we spoke on the phone, and you were like, you, they didn't give you the best list, and you wanted to like spend time doing research, and you make one call, then do more research, and make one call. That was your process, wasn't it? Yeah, it was just it was basically to to my first initial thing without no training. What not there's no training, but no um, advice. My first immediate knee jerk reaction was right. I've got a list here. I've got some companies here. I don't know anything about them. First thing I did was let me just let me actually go through the list and see if there's any companies I recognise. Um, we've done business for a long time. Um, any companies I recognise, and then actually what I'll do let me go through each business and. Let me get some information. How many appointments did you book on that day? It was none. Yeah. First of the day, none. Yeah, so, that's okay. what I'm trying to say. And then when when you booked two appointments, you didn't tell me you booked two appointments on Monday. Yeah. Why, why didn't you tell me? We spoke since then. I wanted to save it for this, man. Did I'll you? Oh, you are you sneaky? Happen. You're sneaky, man. <laughs> sneaky. Smile on your face, bro. Yeah, yeah. Worth it. <laughs> so literally, that was the day that we fixed the, the pitch, wasn't it? Yeah, we talked about it. Do you remember? And I was like, oh, I'm, I'm getting See that because I was being so. I was being. Remember, I was being so open. My and my pitch was very. Um, what was the word? It was very blasé. There was not really a call to action, and uh, it was really. It wasn't, much it wasn't direct enough. It was very yeah. much like, "Hi, how you doing?" It was like, "How, how are you doing? doing? How you doing?" Bro, I'm in the mid. Like, do you know what I mean someone's from the company <laughs> and some <laughs> so, some stranger don't know? Calls Hi, me. how are you? Um. I wonder now if I can help you with your services. But this guy, yeah, yeah. I, I can like, just imagine. I'm cringing thinking about it. No, I don't, no need to cringe because it's just, it's just, um, it's a learning process. Exactly, yeah, exactly. And um, and the, no, what's good as well. This is proof that the fundamentals do not change if it's on the phone, if it is face to face, if it's in a written form like copy. The customer needs to know quickly, quickly. What's in it for me? Don't ramble on about your company. What's in it for me? How how is the how is the customer going to benefit? How can we help them? Everyone talks. Everyone everyone likes to talk. Me me me, me me me. My company, our our company. Over at such and such, we at such and such. We're so great. How about the customer? How are you going to help the customer? Do you know what I mean? That's why they're saying copywriting, the, the, the magic word is you. Damn. You can get these benefits. Would you like to earn this much? Would you like to? Here's how you can grow bigger, stronger, blah, 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 blah. So, so what, what have you got to say about, are you carrying on? No, no, I was about to say, so the the reason I saw, uh, my first initial thing that I've seen <clears throat> Is that one? I'm actually getting more more actual conversations going by just that and that point alone. The moment you focus your attention off what we can offer them versus what can actually know what we can offer them, instead of it being such a an open platform, actually closing it and understanding that what businesses are going to want. 
I think once you realise that, it becomes a lot more easier. Yeah. It becomes a lot easier, definitely. As I said, think about how you're, like, what the benefits are for the cust- for the company, like what you give them. And, and tell them, look, yeah. I'm calling from X company. You've heard of them. Everyone's heard of them. And we can potentially help you do blah, 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 blah. Have you got two minutes? How simple is that? See what I mean? How, how, honestly, how they how they book three appointments a week? How, roughly, how many, how many sales reps do you think they've got across the world? Uh, obviously, they're only based in the they're based in the UK, but they've got all these relationships and they've got okay. other companies that they're working with that are doing the same thing. So across the world, go well, in the UK then. In the UK, their partners will be crazy amounts, but in the UK, yeah, insane. Are we talking strictly on the phones, jamming the phones? Yeah. I, I, I think they uh, don't have enough salespeople sell doing that. I don't think they care too much because why, no. why, the, the, you know what I mean? A lot of their accounts are repeat repeat business, man. I think they just yeah. pass that now, aren't they? They just yeah. advertise and like get get a few drips, get a few drips. And you know what's funny? That, that's the, uh, it actually, everything begins to tie in. You know, we start to realize that actually when... Wouldn't it make sense for us to get a third party just to do this for us? Why do we need to go out there and do it? Yeah. And now, why, why would why would a phone co- look? Think about the stupidity. Why would a phone company? They're not a sales company. Why would a phone company now start teaching people on the best way to close deals? That a phone company, you stick to the phones. Do you know what I mean? It's like that it's like sense. like you you stick with your network, your network professionals, hand like or at least. This is this is this is this is just because the numbers don't because just the gauges don't add up. When I say gauges, I'm talking about when you like the the numbers that like the 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 activity in a day is not anywhere near what it should be. There you go. Do you know what I mean? I think that's that's the that's the point we're trying to get up to. So the moment I see that, I'm thinking, right, I can double, triple, quadruple that production in a day. So automatically, my numbers Ten, the roof. Because I was listening to, and this is a recent call. You no, know when people say, "Oh, the world's changed," people mm-hmm. say, "Oh, like you know, with technology, with AI, and with all this stuff." Like you know, people always try and say, you know, telesales is dead, cold calling is dead. You know, you. you it's about like attracting people. It doesn't work anymore. Oh. I, was, I was listening to an interview, <laughs> and it's only it's only a year old. I was listening to an interview oh. with um, Jared and a guy called Dan Henry, and they're talking about how knowing you've got these big online marketers who sell who sell coaching, sell products, and things like Ty Lopez and people like that, and different mm-hmm. like Sam Ovens and all that kind of. Dan Henry was basically saying that. Um, and because most of them use ClickFunnels, your sales are all tracked through ClickFunnels. So, so Russell basically Russell Brunson, who runs ClickFunnels, basically has like this award club where it's like your funnel made seven figures, yours made eight figures, yours like so it's kind of public data how much sales you're putting through your funnel because it helps promote that software. But anyway, Dan Henry was telling Jared, who's who's Grant Cardone's VP of Sales or just Vice President now. He was saying, you know, the top companies are doing like, like the top, top, top companies, the top, top, top uh, online marketers are do the like the best, the top one percent are doing like a million a month. Yeah, 
Insane. He goes, but the, the great ones are doing like six figures at like a hundred grand a month. He goes, but Grant, who's not even an internet marketer, does 10 million a month. He 10 X's the rest. And he said to Jared, he goes, what is it? He goes, well, you got no, no one uses the phone. We all use the phone. We call our leads. We get the phone numbers and we call the leads. You, you guys don't call the leads. And he was saying, we make our reps and make a hundred, like call 150, 150 leads a day. So already your company doing 25, they're doing 150. Six, six X in production. That's six X in production. And I've heard other companies talk about if, if that's the only thing you've got to do in your day. I've heard other companies talk about 200 calls a day, 300 calls a day, 25 in a day, three appointments in a week. And I think, I don't know if it was on the last call when I said it should be closer to like, you know, you should be trying to push for 10 appointments a day. Really? And if you fall short, you're like, you've done six, you've done five, you've done seven. You're like, right, I'm doing 10. Because if, if, if their gauges are basically, they're saying 25. <clears throat> it's it's basically three appointments in 125, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. three appointments. Yeah, that's the that's the X. Remember, I was trying to say X equals Y. So the X was one, two, five. The Y was three. So it's one every four three, in, three in to, every forty three five. Three cut it three to five. Which is like if I remember the conversation, it's like oh yeah, if I, I wrote it three, down. Three to five a week, yeah. Yeah, it's like you can start doing that in a day, easy. And if you're listening as well, this is a good, this is a good, this is a good, important lesson because sometimes the best person in your field isn't in your company. You've got to, you've got to realize what like all your industry. So I'm a, I'm a got a freelance. I've got my own business. And I offer services to a specific industry, e-commerce brands. But I take what I believe to be the most powerful, like the the most, like the highest converting email strategy that isn't typical for e-com stores to use. They're like, oh, but we're a brand, so we 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 do it this way. I'm like, give me a shot, bro. Wait till you see the numbers. Sometimes it's good to go outside your company and outside your industry to find the best. Period. Like regardless of if it's selling phones, if it's like if you if there's a tele sales guy and he's like selling real estate, like say Ryan Serhant has got a course on sales, I'd listen to that. I'm not selling real estate, but the fundamentals are like he might say, I found a way to do 500 calls in a day. He might know something. Do you know what I mean? That I can bring back home and say, look what I found. Do you know what I mean? That's why you know I study wide to see like in sales and I know obviously I I'm a more of a writer now but with sales I look at Cardone, Jeb Blunt, um Jordan Belfort, uh Jim Camp, Stan Ballou, just I don't know who else. Ryan Sarhand. He's got Salt Like Sarhand. That's a good one. Do you know what I mean? Big. So yeah. So anyway to talk about perfectionism, I'm going to give you a quote now, because one thing, TJ, you don't don't think you quite got to the, the point, and maybe you forgot. But remember, remember, we were going to, the point we were going to make was you you was trying to be too much of a perfectionist when when you made no point when you made zero appointments. Mm-hmm. You were trying to do research, weren't you? Yeah. 
you're trying to do too much research in the middle of calling time because you didn't want to call and appear to have no knowledge on what you were talking about. You wanted to seem like, isn't it? Exactly. It was paralysis, paralysis by analysis. Yeah, paralysis by analysis. Yeah, analysis, para, para, analysis paralysis. Yeah. Um, so that research was like, well, if I learn more about the company, it's going to make the call better. Definitely. That was my mindset going into it. Did it, did it make the call better? No. So you could argue the less you knew, the better you done because you had more rhythm. You was more, you was more frequent. You made more calls. Did you make more calls the day you booked more appointments? I'm guessing you did. Yes, you. Yes. Huh? Of course. Like when I just thought to myself, look, I'm gonna learn about these companies anyway. Eventually, first learn on the fly, bro. In it when you're speaking to them, take notes. And you realize a couple of things happen. I think there's three points I made that were that were quite important. Number one, I just need to get good at this particular skill set. So forget learn, think about learning the skill set rather than all the intricacies of the companies I was trying to speak to. So that was number one. Number two was actually the more calls, the better I got. So actually that killed two birds with one stone. And then number three was I actually learned more about the industries by asking the person directly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So actually, all the research I was trying to do, just ask you know, get good at dealing with people, which is what it all is anyway. And then at the end of the day, they'll tell you about the companies that you're trying to sell to. So Jim Camp says that. He goes, when do you do your research and when's the best way to do research known as, as a negotiation workshop, as a prospecting workshop? He said, if you're researching when you're speaking with the, the client or the prospect, you're gathering data, that's your research. Do you know what I mean? He's going to, he, he or she might say, oh, you know, we've just opened up a new department that, that that's not going to be on their latest blog that's not going to be anywhere other than do you know what i mean not at all. so then when you scrapped the perfectionism and started taking action and just started mm-hmm. making calls and you was like right i don't i don't know if you need to know about this client or prospect i'm just going to make the call you made more calls and booked more appointments and you was more successful that's the point that's what this episode that's what this podcast about get it done just do it take action you know yeah, no, it was literally like take action. Just take, just make the call. You know what you need to do. Do it. And like I said, the Derek Mel campaign. I've been, I've been, umming and ahhing and twiddling my thumbs and tweaking it and make perfect, so called perfecting it. For um, and you're laughing over a year, TJ. And this is what's crazy. Um, as the year came to as the year came to a close, as in when twenty twenty three came to a close, I was like, I didn't, I didn't, I never got around to doing that direct mail campaign. I planned to do in January, and I just got like lost in client work. And you've got it, you've got to no, it's like decision, go do it, get done quickly because you're the longer something takes to get done. The longer it takes to get the win or the completion, you just end up, just just do it. Scratch off the list, it's done now. Move on to the next thing. Do you know what I mean? Here's the quote anyway. And this is, I know you've got all your little points. Here's no, the quote. Just, uh, Four words. I, f- I forgot what it was. Here's the quote. Write this down if you're listening, yeah? And this is, let me just say, frequency leads to greatness. Frequency Am I echoing? No, you're good. Get on my side. Okay. 
Yeah. Frequency leads to greatness. I feel like there should be a sound effect, like a mic dropped. <laughs> and and but here's the thing: in order to get so-called perfect or attain perfectionism, you need frequency. The only way to attain perfectionism is by being imperfect and taking imperfect action. So it's actually the opposite of what you like. So when you're doing when you're researching on these companies, and I'm twiddling my thumbs trying to make the perfect sales letter to send out. I'm only going to learn through sending out 250 sales letters and see who responds to them. And if they say, oh, I didn't like that, or I did like that, or if I get no appointments, I know that letter was no good. But I, like, I've been sitting on this letter for a year. It could be really good. It could be really bad. I don't know until I see the response. Do you know what I mean? So for me to p- perfect or master direct mail marketing, I'll ne- I-, I need to be sending out a lot of different campaigns with a lot of different hooks, angles, headlines, offers. Not trying to make one perfect campaign because you don't make one perfect campaign. You've got to do loads. You've got to do a lot of stuff. And w- when we're in the field, w- when we've done direct sales, you automatically speak to, you speak to so many people in a day. You get really good really fast because you're... On events, you speak to 300 people a day. Um, door to door, you might speak to like 100. Yeah. So in your company, when you're speaking to 25 people a day on the, with the phone, it should be more than door to door. You mean you're trying to tell me someone who's walking between houses speaks to more people than you and you've got a phone? You mean you got to leave the office? Someone can drive to a territory, park the car, walk to a house, knock on a door. You could have spoke to 10 people before they even got to the the streets. That's ridiculous. That's crazy. Hey, but people have their methods. And there's, a, there's always, well, people have their methods. Anyway, what I was going to say, I was going to have a counteract and just see what your thoughts were on this. You know when people say in, in interviews, and me and you have both interviewed people before, and they, when people say, what's your, what's your weakness? And they say, I'm a perfectionist. Is is it really a weakness? Well, in the context of the interview, I think people say it as it as a strength. Yeah, I, I think it's a it's a terrible way to. Oh, my weakness is I'm such a perfectionist. I do something to such a high standard. They're actually bragging. Yeah. <laughs> But I, I, it depends. Well, what's your question? No, that was it. It was just, it was just a lot of counter. When people use it, and actually they change it into a, they try and make it, when they say it. Actually, it comes out more of a strength when people mention it. Well, I think people think being a perfectionist is a strength when it's not. You're not going to get the frequency. You're not going to get great because. And one client I'm working with now is a perfectionist and everything takes too long to get done. And things don't get done. I'm like, this should have been done. Oh, I want want to make sure it's perfect. I want to make sure I'm like, it's good enough. If When you're a perfectionist or so-called perfectionist, the bar is like, it's like, okay, for me to get this product out the door or this... Uh, this whatever I'm doing, it's got to be ten out of ten. 
And I'm not trying to say things should have low standards, but if everything you do needs to be 10 out of 10 before anyone sees it or before it gets launched, like imagine you're doing a CV, just do the CV and send it to 100 people. That's better than a 10 out of 10 CV that goes to one guy. Do you know what I mean? If you lower the bar to eight, seven, six, use your own discretion and say it's good enough. This is something Dan Kennedy talks about in his book, uh, uh, Time Managing for Entrepreneurs. He calls it the GE spot, the good enough spot. <laughs> yeah, he goes, you've got to figure out with every project what the GE spot is. He goes, different projects have got different yeah. GE spots. Like, when's good enough for this particular project for it to just go? Do you know what I mean? Like, for it to get the job done. I'm getting, I'm getting an echo on my side. You know, I hope it's not showing up on on the on the call. It will do. But it'll, did you just hear something? You has hear me making notes just then. I heard you make notes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But that's good, actually. I'm gonna steal that. The G spot, good enough. So, so when you're doing your research, mm-hmm. right? I've got enough. Another guy's name. That's enough for me. You can make the call with that. <laughs> And when we was out in the field, we didn't do research on. The, we needed to bring the drag the guy over to, to to figure out. Like then we'd say, by the way, what's your name? Who you would? What are you paying? We we don't even know if he even lives. Some people are like, I not speak English, Holmes. I'm from Mexico. I'm on vacation. <laughs> oh, he's like, oh, Esteban, no problem. Take it easy. You know what I mean? Gosh, how many times you would? You pitch, yeah, you're right, and they wouldn't speak English, and you'd get the the, the son or the daughter who spoke broken English, like yo, internet, you want some? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, we need, we need. Can you can you translate? Can you? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so you got the you got the uh, the son and daughter translated to the mum and dad, like I know, yeah. Okay, All right, let's sort this thing out. <laughs> Wild time. So yeah, lower is it is an action step for you because I think we've made our point. Lower yeah, the stand, lower the standards. It depends because everything does depend, and I'm probably going to say it's never. But in a lot of cases, lower the bar. Get it in if you can get it done quicker to get it done. Because not- um, bro, you go cut ahead, me flow ahead. off, man. Go ahead, go ahead. That's gonna that just popped into my head. No, well, contain yourself, man. Don't worry, I'll do a you. I'll do a you. I'll mute. <laughs> you when you think. If I improve this from an eight to an eight point five or to a nine, and it, this, I mean, this improvement's going to take a week or a month. How much will it impact the overall result of the campaign or of the thing that I'm doing? Do you know what I mean? If we're talking about being productive, because if that takes an extra week or month, it prevents you from doing all of the tasks that you could be doing. What are you going to say, bro? Your your mentor actually back in the day he taught me he taught me something, and I was saying okay, but this was for something completely different. I guess in terms of it was my mentor. Yeah, which which one? Huh? Was his name? Mister N J Ray. You know, Mister Johnson. You know what's going on. What's the first name? Call Mister Johnson. Anyways, he used to to say standards. I'm not very. He used to say Say standards. He's not going to come. He's not going to come for you. Look, let me let me finish the quote. He used to say, "Standards are like pants." 
<laughs> I've never heard him say that. Have you not? I, I think after you left, he, I he think took he started getting a bit wacky when yeah. I left. After you took that, you took it on. I used to say it all the. T- he used to say it all the time. Especially really, a meeting to do a standards. He standards are like gone. So can you finish the quotes? Because I don't know where you're going with this. What do you think I'm gonna say? Standards are like pants. I don't know. It better not be rude, TJ. This is a this is a this is a this it's is clean. It's, well, this it's a clean. It's a clean podcast. There you go. I don't want any vulgar speech. No. So finish the quote then, bro. Come on. Look, standards are like pants, man. No, but TJ, you, you can't just say that. What do what does that mean? I don't honestly. You can't just this is the thing, you don't follow through, you know. You, if you're gonna say something, you gotta commit. And say what you're going to say. If you can't figure it out by now, it is what it is. Let's move on. Let's be for it. Let's go. Let's go. See, bro, you got no commitment. I commit. I like to leave. I like to leave people thinking. Oh, then what do you mean? Like standards are like pants. Yeah, yeah. All right. You drop your pants. What happens? There you go. Let's move on. Well, if I need the toilet, then it's good. Okay, if you say so. Right, I, don't, I don't get it. So okay. he's saying he's saying. So is he saying always have high standards? Yeah. You gotta keep. You got no. He said you got to hold a standard. You've got to hold a standard. Whatever your standards are, you got to hold them. You can't drop below your standards, man. Yeah, I don't like the analogy. <laughs> it was it was funny. It was funny at the time, and it's funny now because it's it's true. <laughs> we'll take it offline. We'll talk about that. No, but here's the thing. I don't. I I think it depends, though, because sometimes you need to lower the standard. So, so how much? What level? What level of research got you more appointments? More research or less research? He was relating to hitting targets. That was what the relation. Oh, okay. Was. Okay. That was relating to hitting targets. Right. Once you, once you once the target's been set and you've met the target and you know what the standard and and even and, and check this, I would talk about perfectionism though. So you yeah. change it. So I'm not. I'm, I'm just talking about targets. Talking about setting targets and setting high goals. Okay, cool. That's we'll why I got confused because I thought okay. I thought you was I thought you was oh, relating that to this. perfectionism. Mm-hmm. Know what this whole episode's been about? I was meant to drop it in and just keep going, but you wanted to really comes out. Hey, guess what, guys? Guess what? Jimmy's mentors at standards are like pants. I don't know where, bro. <laughs> and I was I was on a roll. You actually inter- you actually going to interrupt me okay, with that? Okay, cool. Where does, it, where does that come from? You know, because we talking about standards. Anyways, go on. Say your point. No, carry on. No, I'm good. I said my point. I'll just be quiet from here. Okay, there's something that there's a book that I read that was quite interesting. Yeah. Yeah. It was called. I think it was called Getting Big Things Done or How to Get Big Things Done. Let me see if I can Google them quickly. Is it How to Get Big Things Done? Here we go. It's by a Danish mega project developer, Bent Flyberg. You heard of it? What name? It's called How to Get Big Things Done. He basically like... He gets hired to do mega projects, you know, like Olympic stadiums and like a billion dollar plus budget projects. And he's been doing it for decades. And he talks about how to get those things done on time, under budget. Really good book. Really good. Okay. But one thing he talks about is when you can't, and this is the context, 
you don't get a second attempt to make an Eiffel Tower. No, like you can make a product. Say you can make an say you can make like an iPhone prototype, or you can make version an iPhone one, an iPhone two. Like you can iPhones sometimes get launched and they've got like bugs, and they need and there's sometimes like they might overheat, and and you know there's a problem that they need to fix, but they've already launched it with these mistakes and errors in. Do you know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. he talks about the fallacy of like known Silicon Valley where they talk about like. Um, basically, do like a, a minimal viable product, an MVP. It's called like make this product the minimum it is for it to be decent enough to just get launched as quickly and cheaply as possible to get basically to get customer feedback. That's what an MVP is minimum min, minimum viable product. So don't don't make don't like make the box. You know gold card and just make it simple and make the product the bare bones to see if customers even like the bare bones and if you get good feedback then you tweak it and then you do version two version three but and you keep doing like that have you heard that before that concept no it's not sounds like the iphone (laughs) yeah so that's what they teach in silicon valley apparently i mean i don't know i just read the guy's book i'm not a project i'm not a product person Mm -hmm. what i'm just saying the point he made was it's a fallacy when it comes to mega projects he said, it needs to be perfect. He said, it needs to be perfect. Like, if you're making Wembley, and he got hired for Wembley as well, I think. Okay. He got hired for Wembley, or he consulted on it, or it, it's in the book, though, that the, the project of, um, you know, the, the more recent Wembley Stadium, like the... Yeah. And then, um, what's it called? I think it's Gatwick, or one of the airports in London, was a, okay. was a, he got brought on for that. And he talks about like he gives examples of when people just rush into things without them and they don't make it perfect. Like he said, planning and that research is like the most of your part is spent doing that, and the execution is like because every like you do have to not only say get all your line all your ducks in a row, whatever that phrase is. Mm-hmm. So I'd probably say that might be the only time where perfectionism better. Yeah, but in in. In what what we do, and to be productive, you put, you don't want to be a perfectionist. I don't think. You just want to bang them out. Bang them out. Quantity over quality. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree. Like the like this sales letter. I've spent too long in a sales letter. You know, I should okay. I should have. What? I, I just thought of a scenario, and then tell me what you think. So currently, we're talking a mass to a numbers game. What would you say? Are you because you, um, I probably can guess your answer? It's, it depends. But what do you do if you've got a segment or you've only got a limited amount of something? So, for example, you're working with. So we're talking about uh, we're talking about a minimum viable product, or let's let's just say you're working with. Oh, I'll just use myself as an analogy. Okay, I have a base of customers. I have a certain amount of customers. I want to make the best impression I can. If I'm working with, let's say, 100 customers, I only have 100. That's my base of customers, 100. Yeah. Is being a perfectionist important then, if I only have 100? So I only have 100 chances to make an impression. Once that 100 is done, that is it. You're not getting any more. I hate these scenarios. What, what do you mean you've got 100 customers? What are you selling? <laughs> okay. Let's call it... 
let's call it training. This is not me though, but let's just say let's say sales training. You got a hundred businesses on your books. That's the only hundred that you have that you can sell sales training to. Yeah. So what? Would you, would you? Again, I'm just trying to maybe play devil's advocate here, but would you not want to say, okay, I've only got a hundred here. If I don't, if I if I don't do well with this company, I can't get any other customers. These are my hundred. Let me do as much. Let me at least give myself the so best. So you can't. So 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 sales doesn't exist in this in this world. So you can't. Don't you don't have the ability to fill up a pipeline? What are you on about? I'm just I don't get it. Reality. I don't get it. I'm I'm basically trying to advocate for. I'm just trying to see your 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 advice on people that have, let's say one chance or one or one shot because they've got a really they've got a really particular you mean just deliver, delivering services and deliver, delivering goods and stuff delivering goods delivering services or you're dealing with a base of customers but your base is very small so then in that case would you not want to go quality over quantity at that moment in time but we're not we're, talk, we're talking about something different though we're talking about like productivity service delivery is a bit different isn't it like, I, like I, I've got a I've got a pretty high standard with I'll give you an example that's actually like a real example Mm -hmm. clients I'm working with they want they they need x amount of emails for a campaign like the email me caught like two days ago and they need like maybe 15 20 emails okay you'll get to a certain point where the email is good enough and I could make it better and if I make it better it may or may not in improve the conversion and they're not going to notice bear in mind this client isn't a copywriting uh they, they don't they don't use copywriters intent like it's not it's not like it's not like i'm submitting the best copy pot it's not like i'm trying to you know write an ad that's to uh, they call it beat the control, which is basically I'm writing an ad to beat one of their best ads. It's not like that. It's like we need to. It's like they need to get 20 email campaigns re- relatively done, uh, relatively quickly, and they need to get them sent. They've got a new promotion that launched today, so they they need speed. So it might depend on what the client wants. I don't know, but they need they need from me more speed. Gotcha, but. If you if you only had a hundred customers, uh, so are you are you basically saying is it better to like take your time and make sure they're happy instead of? I've I've literally written down and maybe I've answered my own question here. Prospecting versus. I feel like pro- that's what you're asking. Prospecting versus service delivery. That's I mean, that's what you're asking. You asked me. Go on. Service delivery, but I was also thinking. I say prospecting because I'm thinking. <sighs> I'm thinking more along the lines of if you had a, a a a very a very what's the word I'm looking for? Yeah, yeah, a a very. Oh, what's the words going out of my mouth here? Your yeah. list isn't that long. Your list isn't that long. You've got a very select group of customers, and that's all you're going to deal with. Yeah, does that make sense? But I just don't get that we're not living in a world where you can fill up a pipeline. That's what I'm not getting that you're you oh, basically, I, I you basically you. put a I limit on me where I've got these you. 10. And if I lose these 10, I'm, I'm in a, I'm in a position of scarcity now and yeah. fear. So it changes everything, doesn't it? 
Sure. Because I'm not allowed to prospect and I'm not allowed to get new business. Get so new I've, business. I've got to look after these 10 and I can't get any more. Mm-hmm. I would... And to answer your question, when you said service delivery or prospecting, big mistake I've made is spending too much time on service delivery and not not blocking out two hours a day or a certain part of my day every single day for to, to prospect to get new business in because I it's easy to get comfortable with the clients that you're working with because if they pay me on a retainer, as long as they're happy, I can technically just put my feet up and I don't need to prospect. I haven't done a lot of prospecting or marketing in the last 12 months. It's coming. Do you get, do you get what I'm saying? Because yeah. if the clients are on a retainer, it's kind of like a job where they're like, yeah, we need this. We need, and I'm just, but I'm not growing, but I'm, I'm, I'm delivering. I'm literally, that's kind of like answering your question. I'm keeping them happy. So they're not going anywhere, but I'm not growing. I'm not pushing the boundaries for me. I'm just sticking with these same clients. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So, a world with a world without like daily efforts in either marketing efforts, prospecting, selling, just to keep on keep your pipeline full. It just remove it removes it removes like need neediness. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, we've we've seen that a few times. Jeez, when. The recruitment game, man, it's really, really big. Oh. That is really... That's another episode. <laughs> That's another episode, the, the law of need. <laughs> then you've got no new team, and you need, you need one... You, you need, like, you need one guy. So then it's like, well, I'm not going to be the first idiot to join your team. Oh, my gosh. Should that be, should that be episode three? <laughs> and know what's so bad about it? When you you've also got no proof of concept, you've got no proof oh that you even know God. what you're talking about because no, you've got no. It's the worst. It's like when I first got started and I'd not work with anybody, so I can't do any service delivery because I got no clients. I've never had a client in my life, so I'm just running around. Hey, hey, do you need help with this? Like, well, who have you helped? Oh, no one. I'm no not going to be the oh first, bro. Gosh. Yeah, the first one is the hardest, man. When the first you, one's you, got to be the hardest. When you trick someone else into. Messing up their ad campaign. Oh no, it was funny, TJ. No, it was funny. Check this out. (laughs) So, when I first started, I done I done um PPC. I done Facebook ad, yeah, yeah. And I put myself out there. (laughs) I put myself out there as a a Facebook uh Facebook marketer. Yeah. Okay. So (laughs) this is funny. This is this is, no. You got no, no. You've got no testimonials, no credibility. No one knows who you are. You're just yeah. a random guy, right? So I put me so out there, and I, I I got this list of like um, e-com stores, and I'm I'm looking at the ones I like. I emailed them saying, "Hey, I'm a, I've noticed. I checked a few of your ads, and um, there's something there's some things I think I can help you with, and I can improve your conversions and X, Y, and Z." And they emailing me back and stuff. And some guy got close. To, no, no one. I didn't get one appointment. I didn't get him one call with one. It was hard. Okay. Okay. I couldn't get even one person to get in a call with me. And then with Facebook ads, I think it was like three months or what, six months or whatever. And I was like, I don't want to do this anymore. I was like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna do email, email. So what I'm doing now, I enjoy copywriting more. Yeah. So I then I then come back to these same people 
I'm like, hey, remember me? <laughs> the guy who's going to hurt your Facebook? What I do emails now. <laughs> like, they're like, what, what happened with Facebook? I'm gonna, like, wait a minute. You're like, hang on. So, so you wouldn't have a good Facebook and now, now you, it's like coming back with a new product and it's like, you know what, forget it. I remember emailing them. I remember I emailed this guy. He didn't even reply back. I said, because we got into talking a lot. I said, oh, yeah. it's me again. Uh, you know, it's a similar thing, but I do emails now. I think I can help you with emails. Like, bro, will you just figure out who you are? <laughs> what you want to do? Oh. Skin in the game? Yeah. Skin in the game, man. And I think that was like, and then I signed the guy up, the first, one of the first clients. And his question on the sales call, his question was, who else have you helped? And I had to say no one. I'm about to say, how did how did you feel and, in and that it, moment? I felt stupid. You, you got to start somewhere, but I felt stupid. And he was like, because I was confident. I was like, yeah, this works. He goes, yeah, are you sure? I was like, yeah, you can you can double your sales. He goes, well, have you helped anybody else? No, 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 I haven't. And he, he, was, he was literally like, well, how do you know then? Because it's not what you know, it's what you can prove. Do you know yeah. what I mean? People need a demonstration of results to, to know that you're the real deal. Mm-hmm. You can't just, just make go around. You can't just make stuff up. You can make the claim. You should make the big claim. What's in it for me? But you got to follow that with. I've helped this. I've helped this person. This person. This person. Do you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Don't know how we got. Don't know how we got onto that conversation. But there you go. Pr- prospecting versus service delivery. That that's a that's a good that. That's one topic that's kind of important. Prospecting versus service delivery. Let me just write that down. Make a note on that. Take a note. Uh-huh. Make a note. Yeah. Hey, did you did you watch the Super Bowl by, by the way? Of course I did, man. That's crazy. Who did you want to win? San Fran. All day. All day. So your team lost. Yeah. It's it's been what? It's been don't, don't, you like, don't you like no. that Patrick Patrick Mahomes' team or whatever? Kansas uh, City. You beat, you beat us along the way. I'm a, I'm a Ravens fan. Baltimore Ravens. So actually. Oh yeah, day. yeah. It was, it was sad, man. So our, our QB won an MVP, which is great. But then our team's not in the Super Bowl. And the way Sam Fran played that Super Bowl, in my head, I'm like, we would have beat them as well, which is annoying. But things happen and everything happens for a reason, right? Yeah, I didn't. Anyway, Jay, man, I'm going to go to gym soon. Don't worry about your gym, bro. Yeah, you're, you're going gym and I've, I've got, um, I got a, I'm, I'm in the office. I'm working late today. Good. Yeah. So... Let's to wrap up then. What is what is uh, our GID challenge? What's the get it done challenge for this time next week? How many point now that you've now you've mm, done your first I, two appointments? How many appointments are you going to book by next week? I want to book appointments, but you you know what's happened with my, my data. Oh been, yeah, I know, I know, I know. Just as I started to get a rhythm, I was like, ah. Were you happy when you booked two appointments in a day? Then, of course, there wasn't. They must, they're probably thinking this guy this guy's gonna crush you they've got confidence what i do like them they're great people and they've got a lot of confidence in me great people great people you you, you they know they know about this show don't they <laughs> i may have mentioned it great um, great people look come on man any let's let's so what's our challenge gonna be and the thing is it's annoying me because I'm in the middle of the six. Okay, so what what can what can you control? What can you do? Are you gonna are you are you gonna? Well, you gonna sit at home all day and go to sleep and and just stay in bed all week? I go into the office, man. 
I told you, I've been, the last couple of days, I've, I've literally been talking about it on this call, about these calls I've been doing with these, with these managers and these, trying to get a hold of these top rates, reps, see what's going on with them. So when I do go back in there, I've got the game, I've got the, well, say game plan, but I can use this, I want to use the time wisely while I'm working. And also I've got other, they've put us some books in for other training as when well. When are you getting your data back? Mm. I'm asking, man. Yeah, I'm sure. We we need we need some we need we need some goal, bro. Come on. Does that have to be work related? What else you going on? Gym, life, stuff going on. But we, we you're right. We do need a challenge, bro. You you give up your challenge first, and then in the meantime, let me let me think something through. All right. So for me. I need to finish this sales letter, which is actually taking longer than what I thought it would take, much longer. So I want to get done way before next call, but I'm going to put that on. Finish the sales letter and launch the dark mail campaign. And even if I can just get those two done, this weekly uh, podcast or this weekly like accountability club, the GID network, has literally, I'm not messing, I'm not messing now. It's 10x me productivity. That's what it's all about, man. It has. And, and people club. throw around 10x like a cliche because Cardano made it popular, but it has 10x me product. I told you, it took me a year to get, to not get a direct mail campaign out the door. And and within a few days, hopefully, I can. So my me, so me goal this is just do the two I said I was going to do. And I want to see if I can put a third one in. Um, hmm. Anything else? Anything else? Hmm. Yeah, all right, I got one. Gym five times by, by next, by, by next. Are you going every day? Yeah. Gone since the start of the year, every okay. day. Yeah. What, New Year's resolution? Day, it's, day, it's day 45 today. 46, it's going to be day 46 today. I don't, I don't believe in New Year's resolutions, by the way. Yeah. I don't do that. Whenever. So what's your, what's, your, what's your GID challenge, man? Oof. Well, the gym has been, been the main one I've been doing. I'm going to add things on top. Book, got that book done. I'm did the, did you finish book. that book? Well, fanatical prospecting. I'm still. I've got like two chap, three chapters left. Okay, why don't you finish fanatical prospecting and finish objections as well? Oof, that'll be big. Finish FP and objections. I feel like you don't want to venture out into other people now. You've got Jeb Blunt. I feel like you don't want to. You don't want to delve into John Belfer's straight line. You know what it is? I you because. My whole philosophy is you've got to get good at because it, if you take on too many sources, now you are right. Sometimes they've got conflicting messages. Yeah. We talked about this, didn't we? You sometimes got conflicting messages. You want to have one source and get really good at that, yeah, and then add in. Snippets. I should have said that earlier when I, when I said I like to go wide and left everyone. TJ is right. It's better to master one thing and then you can take bits from others because a lot of people give you conflicting advice, don't they? Yeah. So you're going to master Jeb Blunt stuff. 100%. The next one you need then is Sales EQ. 
So after objections, next challenge after that will be get sales EQ done. And then the fourth one is called Inked, I-N-K-E-D. That's pure negotiation and closing deals, how Jeb Blunt does it. So he's got, a, he's got a prospecting book, an objection book, a negotiating and closing book. And sales EQ is more like, it's more like the it's IQ of a set, emotional intelligence for sales reps. It's all okay. about what goes on up, up here, as the in the mentality of a killer. Not, not, not a ki- I mean, a, ki- a killer in terms of you closing loads of deals. Damn. 100%, man. Sounds good. Oh, by the way, bro, I've done, I've done me back in and my knee. No one, done, no one told you I've done, done them squats yesterday. Yeah. My knee, I'm old, bro. I, I came yeah, down I came down off a jump squat and I just felt ping. And I was like, oh. my right knee is gone. And then I jumped up to do I jumped up to do a pull up and my lower back went. So now I'm in. Yeah. Yes, man. So we've got our GID. If you want to get involved or join our accountability club, go to the gidnetwork.com, sign up, and then you'll get our emails. And then you can tell us about your goals and what you want to. If you want to start amping up your productivity, if you're a salesperson, copywriter, marketer, agency owner entrepreneur startup whatever you know if you if you if you like our vibe you'll know <laughs> all right yeah, let's do it take it easy see ya peace